Okay, I'm going to ask a question. Okay. And maybe this is coming from a, a place of privilege. Uh-oh. But I have always found it extremely weird when people don't use bath towels. But have you ever been in somebody's house and they, they use beach towels to like, oh. dry themselves? <laughs> I guess. You know what I'm saying? I mean, is a towel not just a towel? It's not. Okay. It's not. One What's is very much intended for the beach, and the other one is like... <laughs> one's, one's got a pine tree on it. Pine tree? One's got, <laughs> one's got a palm tree, tree on it. Coming into pine tree. I mean, yeah, I guess that is true. One's got a palm tree, one's got a pine tree. Yeah. Wow, you'd be judging, huh? I am. If Damn. you have a beach towel as your bath towel... Uh-huh. Red I mean, what, what is this like laundry day, you know? Well, then that's fine. Okay. But right. if you are displaying like a Barbie, a Malibu Barbie uh-huh. beach towel in your bathroom <laughs> as your everyday uh-huh. thing, yeah, you are hopefully a child or in a very rough financial place Damn, that you personal. cannot. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I have. Who, who, who are you talking about? Huh? I at, don't remember, but I remember Call when I was a kid, <laughs> I went to somebody's house and they didn't uh-huh. have bath towels. Really? It was like exclusively beach towels. Yeah. And I was like, God, these people are poor. <laughs> I gotta get the hell out of here. <laughs> you instantly called your father. I was like, and I'm Ebenezer Strooge mm-hmm. in this moment completely. Oh, <laughs> oh the Shut- poor. They can't Shut- afford fine linens. Shutters and poor. Oh, God. <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't know. I'm also like a texture person, and I hate the feeling of most like cheap <laughs> beach towels. Uh-huh. It's like so coarse, and uh-huh. especially if they're like printed designs. Sure. Like I always think of like the shitty Disney towels that are like cars. Oh and yeah, it's the got, classic like, though. Painted on it, yeah. but it feels like literal paint because that's like what it is. <laughs> oh God. It's not. It's not. It's not like plastic? colored thread. It's like. A painted design. Yeah. I'll say, I'll, I'll say this. Ugh. Beach towels definitely do suck Ugh. ass. Oh, yeah. May as well just put down like a piece of cardboard. A tarp. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, huh. The cardboard would not work. <laughs> this buddy. is not great. I mean, it works about as good as a beach towel. Because some beach towels <laughs> I've used have just like hardly dried me at all. And I'm like, why yeah. Why do we even have this, Father? Yeah. <laughs> back once again everybody to the show dependent podcast it's the podcast that exposes our codependent tendencies with the things that we love how they shaped us into who we are today and whether or not that relationship has changed the voice that you are hearing is kayla and with me as always is my beloved co-host eddie i love christmas this song is not in this movie but we'll talk about it don't worry anyone and it's also true because I do love Christmas. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Oh, my God. It's Eddie. And uh, mm-hmm. it's the wrong know, Scrooge. It's very funny because for y'all, it's just going to be like a regular two weeks. But for us, it feels like we've lived like six months whole life. In, in between that mm-hmm. this episode and that last episode. And Absolutely. Uh, 
you know, a lot has changed. If audio sounds a little bit strange right now, it's because we're we're in a new place. We're in the show dependent house. We're in show dependent oh, studios. Yeah. And you know, we're still figuring out best audio places, you know, best practices for the new spot. So bear with us here, but we obviously wanted to give you an episode for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And boy oh boy. Did we choose like the most Christmassy Christmas movie for me? Because it is, yeah, it is like my family's Christmas movie. So I'm excited to talk more about that. Okay. Well, before we get there, which will happen very shortly, Kayla, how are you feeling today? You got to let everyone know what's going on. I'm feeling so itchy. Yeah, that's a bit strange. I used a new skin thing and now my whole face. Yeah, absolutely. And I thought I was like, oh, you know, like I've been having acne recently. Like maybe I just needed like a more aggressive astringent <laughs> yeah. to like help dry out my pores. No, I I'm just so itchy. It's too much. And uncomfy. So I just took an allergy pill. But other Ooh. than being itchy, I'm feeling pretty good. How how are you feeling today, Eddie? A couple tired? of them bennies. Yeah, a little tired, a little stressed out. You know, there's been a lot going on. These past yeah, we've, weeks. we've been going through a lot. Yeah, and got a lot going on. You know, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Have I felt the stress of uh, the holiday season of my season Christmas before? A little bit. But I think this year, just with mm-hmm. having moving and new job and all this stuff going on, I think this is the first year where I've really felt like the stress of the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, is not yeah, a bad thing. I'm I not, I'm not it's dying. Like... But it's yeah. like, mm, I'll be happy when it's actually Christmas. It's over. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll be Not happy. Not that I want, <laughs> I want Christmas done. Um, No, that I know what you mean. It's not that I'm stressed. Mm-hmm. It's because when one is on an SSRI, Ooh. like myself, I, I am not like stressed. I'm just kind of like, meh, maybe <laughs> it'll work out. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it will. <laughs> It'll be fine, I guess. Well, let's find some respite in the Christmas season in let's your Christmas film. We're talking about mm-hmm. the 1970 film Scrooge. Yes, and uh, the film musical. Yeah, uh, one of the many, 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 many adaptations of Charles Dickens. Yes, Charles Dickens is a Christmas hero. Mm-hmm. I've got the source material on our coffee table as we speak. Yeah. So, so why don't we it's get a bit of time? a classico, one would say. One of the classics to end all classics. And don't worry, we're not going to like talk about the plot. By yeah. God, if you are like part of Western culture and have not had this story memorized by the mm-hmm. time you were like eight, I don't know what to say other than but, uh, you must well, not celebrate What's it feel Christmas? like to be better than everyone, huh? because <laughs> totally. you know the, you know you they're sitting the superiority there like, complex mm, just soaking in their own juices of just self-worth yeah it's like when people brag about like never seeing star wars uh-huh. or anything like that like dog a christmas carol you have to have seen you have to know some of it you gotta know at least one reference exactly we're not gonna do we're not gonna be too plot heavy but uh this film no. is a little bit different than a lot of other adaptations of uh, Christmas Carol, in my opinion. You know, all adaptations do something a little different most of the time. Mm-hmm. 
but we'll talk about those differences and all that and give you a little bonus. For instance, puppets are in some yeah, versions. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> the best. The Either Muppets. Way, more, more to come here in a second. Let's get to yeah. the meet cute and uh, where we Let's met. Spooge. Spooge. It's a meet cute baby. It's how we met this thing. Bah. Humbug. Like we said, this is an old one here. And it must be said that 1970 was about 20 years before Eddie was brought to this earth. So mm, this film has you know been, of. yes, has been out and available my entire life. But mm-hmm. I honestly only learned of its existence when I started dating Kayla. Hey, I literally saw this film for the mm-hmm. first time like five days ago. Yep, you're welcome. A little bit of a foreshadow, though, that uh, you oh, heard some God. of the animosity, and you can hear it right now. This tone from Kayla that she's given right here. She's, we we just she's made a mistake. That's touching all that her, she's touching her forehead. Her brow is furrowed. I know you can see it, even even though you yeah. can't see her. I know you can see you it. Can you can hear it in my it. voice. <sighs> just a little little thing to remember, and uh, we'll talk about it near the end. Uh, somehow, some way, kind of got this spoiled a little bit. I I don't know how it happened, but we in did a it. Yeah. in a fun animated way that uh, well, you know what? I'm smiling, but we'll get to it. Oh my god. More you, on you're that not later. being coy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, this is a musical, as Kayla said. And my first impression of the meet cute was that yeah, the musical part is fun for sure. A lot of songs, a lot of songs for show. I mean it's a musical. And uh yeah, I just think most of my thoughts from the meet cute will be uh given later on in this. I don't really have yeah. much to say because I've seen a Christmas Carol before. <laughs> In many, what many do you ways. Mean? And uh yeah, it's a Christmas carol. But mm-hmm. the differences are soon to come. Kayla, take it away. This means far more to you than it does to me, obviously. Now that the shoe's on the other foot, this is my jingle all the way. Okay. Ooh, this is this is your so, face off. Absolutely. This wow. is my face off. Wow. So the reason I will first and foremost say Ooh, squeaky. The reason that this movie is such a big part of my life, is 100% nostalgia. Uh And not only that, but it is a kind of like a a family tradition that has been passed down. Very cute. This film was watched by my father and his family when he was young. Oh, okay. So this movie was the movie that my dad grew up watching. Every (laughs) year on Christmas or Christmas Eve, I can't recall. Uh Uh-huh. However, that is a huge like draw for this movie for me because it oh, makes sure. me feel close to my family. It makes me feel like I'm part of this longstanding tradition. The lineage. Which at this point is over 50 years old. Damn, that's so wild. It's, it, it's an exciting thing to be able to like participate in. So yeah, I mean, this every year my family sits down and watches this movie together. We typically laugh at the exact same things. Many of which we will discuss here. Everyone everyone has those movies where you see it a million times and you're still like, God, I love this part. I love this. I love this part. I will so laugh every watch time. It, watch it. Yep, uh-huh. absolutely. That is this movie for me. And in a weird way that we can kind of talk about, it was kind of like an introduction for me to horror. Mm, wow. We're, we keep sort of peeling it back and finding earlier and earlier introductions to horror for ourselves. Not to mention, like, you know, religious trauma. 
Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Fun stuff. But that's beside the point. <laughs> uh-huh. And before we move on, I'm just curious. I mean, I guess yeah. you've seen this. You probably watched it even when you weren't even sentient. You know, you couldn't even remember. Most likely, yeah. But when was like fair. the first year? What age was like the first time you remember? Maybe like 2000. So like when you were like... I was five? like about five. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I remember being young and in like pajamas with my brother and diapers like i remember well this is a show dependent ass episode right here because we're really gonna see mm-hmm. you know how, how, how is it today but we'll get there how is it today how is it aged hey. how am i feeling about it now speaking of getting there we should get to know this adaptation of a christmas carol so why don't we get on into it the big section the meat of the episode let's chomp on down with Getting to know each other. That's my son! This is my boy! As we've said already, mm. and I'm going to say it one more time to really make a point of it, just because I do love Christmas. And not only do I love the season of Christmas, but I love Christmas movies. A Christmas mm-hmm. Carol is legitimately, for me, always a banger. I will watch oh, yeah. pretty much... Any and all adaptations of A Christmas Carol. Even the scary Jim Curry. Jim Curry? <laughs> Jim Carrey. Jim Curry. I combine Tim Curry and Jim Carrey. You know, honestly, anyway. I've never seen that one, but I probably would enjoy it, even though I hate that style. It's, but I still like the Polar scary. Express. And it's like that dead-eyed animation. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Well, <sighs> the only point I'm trying to make is like, I just fucking love it's. It's such a classic tale. A story is a story. Any adaptation, even though even if they're like the exact same, I'm like, damn, they killed it on this one. <laughs> you know? Well, I'm happy to hear that this adaptation was a successful one, at yeah, least I by mean, your very low standards. A classic's a classic. <laughs> and as long as you hit the main points and don't try and do something yeah. just super weird and out of the just out of I I don't even know. I, I don't know how you could possibly fail at doing an adaptation of this. Unless you try and do something like too like, oh. It's all uh, Gen Alpha, and they're just using hella like slang and doing like fucking Minecraft and Roblox and stuff. And then they'd be like, ah, this is kind of cringy. But I've not seen an adaptation of A Christmas Carol yet that I haven't enjoyed. So who knows? Well, there you go. I really love just period movies, as we've talked about, like Pride and Prejudice. Uh I'm just a sucker for a good costume. Yep. I know it wasn't costuming back then, but it is now. <laughs> I, I love the aesthetic and I love the time period that A Christmas Carol takes place in. Mm-hmm. It's just so quaint and I adore it. So glad I didn't live back then. Oh, yeah, because the time period was wild. I got a note here. Can't really remember exactly what it was, but I had to write down that people just be throwing things. Mm-hmm. Like that was a point What early did they on. throw in this movie? Uh, f- fucking anything. Anything and everything. Money. Didn't money, they throw money snowballs, at the boys out of probably, a window? Yeah, that's what it was. It was just, just like, hey, thanks for singing a song. Young boys. Fucking here's, here's just some heavy <laughs> metals flying at your face. People was throwing Fantastic. piss, throwing corpses Shit. all over the place, coffins. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't matter. Everything. Anything and everything was tossed. Out the window. Yeah, defenestrated. Yep. Yeah, that's right. We learned that word. Mm-hmm. We did. And, and connecting to that, because most of my notes were just kind of <laughs> things in this specific adaptation that like kind of annoyed me or that like I was like, look at this and that. And it's not just Rude. because it's not the adaptation. Rude. It's just like 
because it was a classic bit like in older cartoons that people hated Christmas carolers and I never really understood it. And then I watched this adaptation and I was like, yeah, that would annoy the hell out of me because these kids are like Christmas caroling. And like, it's very obvious that Scrooge is not going to open this door and they know who Scrooge is. They're acting like they don't know the most famous man in town. Who's famous for what? Not wanting to spend money. (laughs) Like what did you think was going to happen? But anyways, they They go up to his door and they sing Obviously, he ain't opening the door. And then they knock, sing some, knock again. And at that, that moment, I was like, dog, I'd be pissed. Catch a hint, boys. <laughs> I swear, you knock again, you're going to catch these feet drop kicking you through the wood. <laughs> and, you, and you and your boys uh-huh. are going to catch these hands because I'm tired of it. Oh, oh, I like caroling. Mm-hmm. Hate being caroled at. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. Well... Do you, from what I understand, do you understand the historical reason of caroling? To make money. Yeah. So Uh it was a way for like less fortunate people during the time to scrounge up some extra money. Hashtag the pores. Hashtag Cratchit Life. You know that, you know the song, Oh, Bring Us a Figgy, like, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, Oh, Bring Us a Figgy Pudding. They would also like give people instead of money, they'd give them food. Oh, that was a demand. Yes, it was now, a demand for the Nowadays it'd be like, oh, bring me some uh, filet fish Oh, bring us some dominoes. Oh, bring Ooh. us some Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, bring, bring us, us some Burger King. And make it my way. You like that? You like that Edit one? Edit me out. That was a good line. <laughs> that was really good. This episode is not sponsored. Let's go. By anyone. Uh, I wish. This episode us. brought to you by our own damn selves. <laughs> you want to bring brother. us some figgy pudding? Please bring us some figgy pudding. Download, please. That's our figgy pudding for this year. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I hate live performance. <laughs> yeah, you do. I hate it so much, which is ironic <laughs> because I love performing live. Yeah. I hate being performed at. It makes me extremely uncomfortable, especially <laughs> if it's a soloist. <laughs> I just, well, lucky I just for want you, to put them down. Christmas carolers oh. are uh, not solo normally no yeah isn't that weird i'm more threatened by a single individual with like an acoustic guitar than oh, i am God. with a whole fucking choir Whoa. just walking down the street <laughs> uh-huh. yeah no it makes sense because it's aggressive you know what else is aggressive how ugly these people are that is exactly what i was gonna say <laughs> these are the most british fucking british people they could have possibly cast in this yeah. goddamn british film like this movie was like shot in london yeah. And it shows in every single motherfucker's set oh, of teeth. Oh my god. And like yeah. furrowed brow and just mm-hmm. general disheveled nature. Granted, yeah. I know they were made to look this ugly, and like a lot of these people like put <laughs> gunk in their teeth sure. uh and didn't do their hair to look nice. Yeah. However, this cast is rough, with the exception oh, of like three god. people. Honestly, yeah. For a long time, I was just sitting there, and I think I asked you <laughs> the question. Well, there were two questions. The first question was, does this Scrooge guy actually look like this? Because this guy is ugly Albert Finney. And I understand, Okay, Albert Finney is, yeah. I understand that he was obviously in makeup and costume and all that stuff. But even then, I was mm-hmm. like, God, what does this guy look like? Because this is probably the ugliest uh, Scrooge I've ever seen. I think film. he's charming. No, 
I mean, <laughs> charming and like physical looks are two different things. Charisma yeah. and appearance are very different. Mm-hmm. I, I can't think of an uglier Scrooge than this guy. It was like insane. Damn. Poor Albert Finney. And even He's when he was, even when, hey, and even when he was younger, I was like, okay. All right, that's what he actually looks like. I can yeah, see that. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. But also, damn, this guy is fucking British. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And no, the second Finney, question. I, I, go ahead. Sorry, I just have to say, the second Fine. question was, when is someone attractive going to show up? Because wow. it wasn't. Because it wasn't. Wow, wow, wow. It was also the 70s. People were just ugly back then. I mean. People maybe. used to be real ugly a lot of the time. You're right. I mean, there's a reason that in the past, when they would have like high schoolers in TV shows, you'd be like, why is this played by a 30 year old? No, that was a 14 year old person. They just mm-hmm. look that ugly, you know? <laughs> they look 63 at uh-huh. the age of 20. Absolutely. But, anyways, I just I don't you know. know. That's I, think it was all, I think it was their parents just beating them incessantly, <laughs> just yeah. rapidly aged them. And the haircuts were atrocious. And just making them smoke um, full packs of cigarettes. As they should. As so, they should, it's cool as hell. As I've been trying to say, Apparently, Albert Finney was a very popular actor, especially during the time this film came out. I mean, I've heard um, his name, but what else was he? He's, in? he's got. A, I don't know. I think he was in a 007 movie. Yeah, yeah he yeah. played a Bond villain. Mm, okay. And he's got a Bond villain's name. I hope his name was does. Albert Finney in the film. No, it was not. <laughs> it was not <laughs> Albert Finney but as Albert Finney. Albert Finney. It's like Nicolas Cage is Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, but no, I really like, I mean, obviously you see when he's a quote unquote young man in the movie, a young lad. he's got a, he's got a good jawline. He's got a strong sure. face. Sure. I think he's a fine looking fellow. Uh, a he's fine a looking chap. Guy, decent looking. You Always know, could, be fit. could be that fucking kid caroling that looks like a literal gargoyle. Oh my um, Lord. Yeah. That kid is a jump scare. <laughs> yeah. I, I was so afraid. When mm-hmm. I fully like looked at him for the first time, like five years ago, me and my brothers all burst out laughing because we were like, holy shit, this guy is hideous. Uh-huh. How have we never really looked at him before? And then we looked again and we were like, now we can never unsee this guy's face. Oh, yeah. They they legit. This is definitely that case where they had like a middle aged man playing a child and it showed. Or maybe mm. this kid was just that insanely ugly. But my God, guys shows up chops. Eyes looking like he's about to just like suck your soul out yeah, of your fucking nostril. It's really scary. It was just very weird. The closest like animal I could think of would be like a cross between an eye eye and a chameleon. Uh-huh. It's and also just a lot. The fucking uh, what is it? The sloth from Ice Age, that film. Oh, Sid. Throw, throw yeah. that guy in Total there. Sid face. Mm-hmm. Very That's weird. That's probably the most accurate. Very scary. Anyway, let's stop roasting this person who's probably dead by now. Yeah. Um, and the only other thing, and I'll bring it up now. We'll we'll bring it up later. Yeah. <laughs> in every Christmas Carol movie, and I don't know because, I mean, you've read the book, so you can correct yes. me if I'm wrong. But especially in this adaptation, we got Tiny Tim. And what's his sickness? Mm-hmm. He's got the plot disease. Because <laughs> what Please is he sick with? Please plot disease is. Plot disease just means that the plot demands this kid dies. He's in danger. Why? Uh, because, you know, it'd be sad if it happens. <laughs> you know, the plot. I don't even it. know. I don't even think in the book they talk about exactly what's wrong with Tiny exactly, Tim. Exactly. Obviously, love, it's something with his leg. Yeah. Because he has a crutch. Respect, but I also at the same time, I'm like, you could have just said one. You just throw it in there. He, he got the tuberculosis. 
<laughs> and maybe that is i mean maybe we're just ignorant and don't know the symptoms what is it uh what, what what's a disease I think that would, tuberculosis like, take is the lungs so i mean, I mean he, he does cough coughing. a lot in he, many he iterations and he faints sometimes and this kid's sick i'm just saying tiny tim's got the plot disease Mm-hmm. He's he's. I like sick the word because... "plot" in this context because it sounds mm-hmm. like <laughs> it sounds like "plop," which sounds mm-hmm. like "poop." So it's okay. like he's got the shit disease. Yeah. So Tiny Tim That's is. Where my uh, went. He's hobbling around. He's sick with what? Hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. he's sick. He's sick with having essentially the full weight of Scrooge's mortal soul upon his back yeah. because he pretty mm-hmm. much plays like the pivotal role. In like saving this man's soul, at least yeah. it feels like it. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a compounding effort of just yeah, yeah, yeah. everything the ghosts put him through. Yeah, uh, I don't but he's know. definitely we'll, the cherry on top. Yeah, we'll talk about those ghosts here in a minute. But it just, especially at the end, it's like, why you care so much about this kid? I mean, I get it. He's a young kid. You don't, you don't want to see a young <laughs> yeah, kid. Let die. him die, damn it! Just why do you give <laughs> like, a shit? Eh, I don't know. Anyways, eh, whatever. The, mm-hmm. the more important question I, is, oh, yeah. go on, go, on, go no, on. I know you have a huge point of <laughs> in this version in particular, which you oh. have never brought this up before. What is it? It's the point that you said, like, what do you mean Scrooge is rich? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, of course he is, dear. <laughs> yeah, but like, how rich is this man? Like Scrooge McDuck rich. Oh, hey, they have the Hence same why name. we have Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Yeah, but Scrooge McDuck Jesus is fun, Christ. and he's cool, and he swims in money, and this guy doesn't. His name is also Scrooge. Yeah, well, he's a good Scrooge. You know, there's good protein oh, and bad okay. protein. We got good Scrooge McDuck and bad Scrooge ugly there's ass. Bad Freddy. protein. Yeah, are we talking about fats? Yeah. Good for- <laughs> I'm sure there's bad. See, protein. milk is a bad you get, protein. You get protein from a Big Mac. I don't know if that's good for you. I- <laughs> I get, you know, you. Hey, hey. I revoke what I said. We brought, I should we have brought that back you. around. Yeah, that's right. I'm so sorry. I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe it's just because I was just like, God, this man. It's because his house doesn't make sense. But that's a point later on. Yeah, I don't know. Like depression, you know. This depression man makes you dirty. You've sometimes. seen the movie. His soul gets saved. He decides I'm gonna turn my life around. And this man, especially in this film, though, I just feel like he he may as well adjust. Like said, hey, uh, I'm at buying God, the town. I will buy this whole city, mm-hmm. and I will just never make anyone ever pay for anything ever again because this man was throwing money Amazing. around like he had infinite amounts of it. And yeah. also, I think, and again, I'm just having revelation after revelation. I think also in this one, he was just like he kept throwing out different types of currency. Because he says, like, oh, oh God, yeah. Um, hey, kid, I'll give no, you a pound. No idea. And he's like, hey, you over there, you kid, instead of a pound, I'll give you a shilling. You over there, how about a sovereign? Would you like a crown? Would you like a guinea? This man is just making shit up. I have <laughs> like, no idea what any of those things are at all. I well, have no idea how European currency used to work. Please educate us, Eddie. Oh, it's super confusing. And guess what? It's about to be a new year, 2023, and maybe it's the year. Of a little bit more research for show dependent because your boy spent like 20 minutes. I googled about five different sentences and I found us some answers. So here's a little bit of research because I I just could not let this stand. I have a question. Is Uh this, is this, um, 
did you adjust for inflation or is this just within the context of no i, the, I was just trying okay. to figure out kind of like what these meant back then Okay. Because adjusting for inflation, number one, it was always giving me like euros. And I was like, I'm not about to adjust that to We're American not about dollars. to convert. Uh, 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 you know, that ain't for me. That's too much. That's no. like maybe 2024. That's, called math. That's like 2024, 2025 <laughs> show dependent when we decide uh, to do that. Maybe 2026. If, uh-huh. it, if I have to do math. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, what does it mean back then? I found out. First of all, a pound is essentially like a dollar. Okay. Okay. And a pound uh, was also equal to 20 shillings. So like 20. 20? uh, It had to do because it was like actually weight. It was like the actual weight of the thing. Well, that makes sense. So a pound, a dollar was like. Sorry. Scrooge uses a scale in his business. Yeah. Yeah. So So a pound was literally a pound. So now that makes sense. Honestly, I'm 30 fucking two. And this didn't make sense to me until I Googled (laughs) this uh yesterday uh, so <laughs> i was just perfect. like oh a pound that's fancy london speak for a dollar and no it's not it's because it was actually a pound back then either way 20 shillings mm-hmm. is equal to a pound then homeboy throws out a crown i was like what the fuck is that i looked that well, it up must be royal and that's crown... like the best one no here's the thing and I, I guess i could say this about the names now the names were essentially just because like different people and places were just like minting coins because they felt like it oh, God, or like that's so or like confusing. in honor of people or like legitimately just like a region which we'll get to guineas in a second so a crown was just like, like a guineas. different a different kind of coin and a crown was worth worth 60 pence and now you're wondering what the fuck was a pence well is it you, pence a penny it's essentially a penny so 60 okay. pence was about 60 cents, which is almost a pound. And pence were essentially pennies that added up to a pound, but also they weren't equal. It was like 100 to 127 pence for a pound. So that wasn't even equal. They couldn't even do like 100 to 1 ratios correctly. Oh, God. And then we have a oh, sovereign, God. which again is just like, mm-hmm. oh, someone felt like, oh, put my face on the coin here's the worst part a sovereign is the same amount as a pound okay it's it's the same amount as a pound in shillings so it's either 20 shillings or four crowns so four crowns is equal to a pound so what's a half a crown half a crown would be um 30 pence yeah so like 30 cents oh my god i hate this so much and finally we have the guinea which you pretty much hit it (laughs) On the head, it was because of like the Guinea area, Papua New Guinea, I think specifically, and like the king or the royalty uh, colonizer piece of shit there was like the monarch. Yeah, put my face on a penny, put my face on a coin because I'm important. Mm. And a guinea is also worth a pound. It's the same. So they essentially have like three different types of dollar. They essentially said anytime royalty oh wanted, God. they would. Make new money, and it'd no. be worth the same amount as, as a dollar. No, how about no? And it's how like, how about I just get monopoly money? Why? And why do we do this? We call it good. Yeah, they had literally had a bunch of different coins that were all worth the same amount of money, but all had different names and different people on them. And it was just because royalty is up their own asses. Mm-hmm. And I will hopefully end this segment by saying I'm happy I live now and not then. Oh, because yeah. now. 
my money is just imaginary <laughs> floating binary in space. My money is just like numbers that, that go up and down on a computer screen. Absolutely. Just like, mm. Sometimes I have a little piece of paper and I say, I hate having this piece of paper. It's a burden <laughs> until I want yeah. to not spend money, but also spend money. And then it feels like I'm not mm-hmm. spending money. Oh my God. I was literally about to say it's 100%. It's got to be a generational thing, right? Mm-hmm. For our generation and beyond, because I legitimately have a hundred dollar bill in my pocket. That you're right going to give me. That I'm going to give really you because I owe it. it to you. And it's funny because A, you <sighs> don't want it. And B, to me, it feels like I'm not losing any money at all. I'm just going <laughs> to you know? deposit it. Cause it I'm cause not, it's not even going to keep that on Because it's not in my bank account. Therefore, it doesn't affect my numbers on my computer yeah. screen. Therefore, to me, mm-hmm. it's literally it's free money. Mm-hmm. And also... You can't break a hundred dollar bill anywhere now. <laughs> they look at you like you're crazy. They're like we don't accept bills over twenty. They look at you what like a sovereign, doing? kind sir. Be on your way. <laughs> I will only accept half crowns or less. Half crowns or guineas. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. No, I am not looking forward to that hundred dollar bill. They're fun to look at. Never really want one ever again. Mm-hmm. Just want the binary in my bank account. Thank you very well, much. Hey. That's where you and Scrooge are different because Scrooge, he definitely loves money. But what does he hate? People. Mm. So, you know, talk to us about this whole little section. It's early on. Yeah. So Scrooge, as always, is just, you know, Scrooging people out of money. See what I said there? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. So he's a loan shark, essentially. He is on Christmas Eve just gun to the head with these people of give me my money now and essentially raising (laughs) their interest by like 500 (laughs) percent insane on christmas eve Uh uh-huh and may i just add because we kind of gloss over the point but i have to come back to it now it's just very funny to me that like when uh his kind nephew comes and is like hanging out he's like hey man you Mm -hmm. know it's christmas eve he does the same song and dance every year when his happy nephew suggests something like uh what does he suggest like giving bob cratchit the day off or something like that right or like spending some sort of money and then bob is like oh i think that's a great idea and then scrooge looks at him like boy your poor ass i know you ain't talking right now (laughs) i swear to god you fucking worthless i will murder you where you stand Mm -hmm. i know he he legitimately like sniffed like I know there ain't no poor person speaking right here in my house right now because I swear to and God. And why is he poor, Scrooge? <laughs> why is he poor? Hey, because he because he, he ain't working hard enough. Because he ain't pulling himself oh up from his bootstraps. Anyway, it was just what very was the funny. Point? Anyway, Scrooge hates people, and then mm. the version that I was raised on, which is this, <laughs> he just hates people. He just fucking hates people. He hates the way they look. He hates the way they smell. He hates the way they party. He thinks Uh they're a nuisance. There are no redeemable qualities or practices of the human race. Yeah. And in his mind, he does every single person on this planet a favor, which Uh is having money and loaning it out. Yeah. Because everybody else sucks with their money and he doesn't. Uh Uh-huh. Which Uh in my mind, he's just like a landlord, but with money. Right. You don't so, own anything. Real landlord cross boomer behavior from Scrooge in this mm-hmm. one. And uh, I don't like it. It's definitely weird. This is one of those differences from this one that I was like, huh, 
I've never really seen that in the other adaptations. A full song mm-hmm. about he just hates people. It, in the other ones, it's just like he's just greedy, you know. But yeah. in this one, it's like very he's like very malicious. Yeah, he's like a he's the worst version of a hermit you could imagine. Yeah, he's like not um, only do I want to be alone, but also kind of want everyone else dead. But absolutely. I guess, but I guess I I'm nice to them because they'll give me more money. So I guess they serve some purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you uh, love this song though. This song is so good. The I Hate People song. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Why? Just look up the lyrics. Okay. Because you have to re- <laughs> read them. I mean, not you. I'm talking <laughs> no, to the not audience. Me. No, no, no. I no. don't have it memorized because it's a linguistic like tongue twister. Uh-huh. It's fantastic. He just spins a yarn of just the best vocab, like lascivious and wretched and just goes down the list of just talking about how, how much people suck. Uh-huh. And it's so fun. And and it's doing the musical thing where he's essentially talking shit to someone's face and they don't Amazing. respond at all. And it's like, damn, yeah. dog, you're going to let him talk crazy to you like that? But also, obviously you are because you owe this man 50 guineas. And mm-hmm. the, dog, you, you live on like 60 pence a week. How are you going to make that? You know, I love how you're talking like, you know what these things are now. <laughs> if you like words, listen, to where, where I'm just like both on and off Scrooge's side. Uh, yeah. at Scrooge's <laughs> constantly Aww, cute. You're his buddy holding his hand. is that uh, Scrooge has a legitimate reason to hate these street kids in this scene. Because uh, they sing a song called Father Christmas. You can talk more about that in a second. I oh, was I just like, because th- these these ruffians, these scoundrels, these ne'er-do-wells, these youths. Wow, who's got the vocab now? They were annoying as hell. Oh, they, They're legitimately just like following this old man. Leave him alone. <laughs> I know, you know, I know. And this what, is where what, we're, what? we are really getting older. Because yeah. now we are very much sympathizing with Scrooge. Like, God, these young kids are right? so fucking annoying. Like leave the That's old man me alone. Everywhere I go now, I hear I hear a baby cry uh-huh. or like a toddler whining, and I'm like, I want to punt that thing get out of the window, out of here, get it up or get it out. I can't. Exactly. I can't handle it. And that's what these guys are doing, and they're making fun of him to his face. Exactly. He's like, oh, hey, old man, we'd wear your hat and pretend like I walk with. They the steal his fucking you know, hat. Yeah. They like make fun of him for being like slightly crippled. Yeah, and they're, then- <laughs> they are harassing an old man in oh, yeah. the scene. I, I don't know. And this is when we get jump scared by the ugliest kid ever because he oh like shows God, up from like under a stairwell. You're like, oh fucking Christ! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus! It's scary. A gremlin appears, yeah. and you're like, I didn't know that was in this movie. And it's like, wow, these kids are really mean. But it's also very funny that they're being ironic by calling him Father Christmas. Yeah, you which know. is great. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good one. We love some, we love some little uh, elbow in the rib humor. Love mm-hmm. it. It's good stuff. You really struggled with the aesthetic of Scrooge's house. Why? Why are you so hard pressed to believe that that he would not clean his house? Yeah, because. Again, I'm only referencing other versions of A Christmas Carol yeah. that I've seen. But I feel like in most versions, the house may have a cobweb or two up in the high corner. But which house doesn't? No, oh, yeah. In, in most of them, house looks pretty nice. You know, nice cloth, nice linen, some good reds, oh, no. some gold. this one. You know what I'm saying? And then in this one, Mm-mm. he may as well have, like, 
the crypt keeper owed him 60 he lives in a mausoleum and then he yeah. went in there and evicted <laughs> the crypt keeper because he couldn't pay up and then he was like well i may as well just live here <laughs> because the crypt keeper's like i only do like one show a week how much yeah. money do you think i'm gonna make i mean this man legitimately oh, funny. lives in squalor oh it's disgusting but His home also, is rancid. But he also simultaneously has enough money to like enslave the town if he wanted to. Absolutely. I mean, they are enslaved by him. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, he might not be the literal boss, but without him, uh-huh. they would not be able to function. Yeah. Yay, capitalism. Yay. And again, Yay. you know, how, how many things can I equate to this? But it, it's the old world. And this man talking... As if he's in 2022 with the no one wants to work. No one's as hard a worker as I am. All these people complaining. Why don't they work harder? And then they would have more money Mm -hmm. like me and all that. He uses the line that you like. Yeah, which is, I'm a martyr to my own generosity. Which he says sort of tongue in cheek, but also at the same time, he's pretty much saying again, like, oh, how gracious of me to allow these people to live and to allow them to -hmm. have things and all that. When he he very clearly doesn't need the things that he has. I mean, he doesn't even want them because he lives. He may as well live in a pile of dirt. It's ironic. He lives like a an unhoused person may live. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like he doesn't even have proper dishware. He eats out of a goddamn flower pot. Uh-huh. And what does he eat? Some broth. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Because he's too cheap to buy himself a nice meal. And he didn't even buy the broth. He got it for free for like threatening a man's stall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He didn't even buy it. Insane. Oh, my God. Wild, 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 wild. Well, during this whole section, there were a few quotes that you liked. Yes. I really like it because it's British and it's a musical and they talk funny and it makes me happy. He talked funny. Tiny Tim and his sister are looking at a shop window and his dad comes up and he's like, oh, what toy do you want? And Tiny Tim responds with, well, he said I can't have none of them, so I may as well like them all. (laughs) Okay, beautiful. Perfect, Tim. You are smart. I like you. Also, why do you have plot disease? (laughs) Um (laughs) Oh, man, kid, you're so smart and you're seemingly healthy, but also, damn. If only You're the die. plot didn't demand that you maybe you die. die. Yeah. And then in the same sequence at like the very end, Bob Cratchit says, Christmas is for children young and old. And he sings it. And it's just like very beautiful. That is beautiful. Oh, Christmas is for children young and old. Mm-hmm. You're right, Bob. You're right. And it's cute because he's like holding his wife when he says it. Yeah. Oh, like, sweet. Very sweet. I think we do have to get into ghost territory now. It is Christmas after all. Oh, yeah. We've got the three very famous ghosts and also the fourth ghost, which is... uh, What the fuck is his first name? Jacob Marley. Jacob Marley. There you, you go. You claim to have seen like every version of it. You don't remember his name? The only thing that popped in my head was Bob Marley, <laughs> and I knew that was wrong, so I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> you know what? I actually do want to see that version. That'd be sick. Of a Christmas Carol? Yeah. Bob Marley. Just Bob Marley as Jacob no, Marley. No, he's too chill. Mm-hmm. Bob could never. Bob would never be a lone shark. And this is something that I think is very interesting in every adaptation of A Christmas Carol. These three ghosts are often represented 
um, similarly, but can be very different. Mm -hmm. So it's always interesting to me to see how these ghosts are represented. And in this one, yeah, uh, the first ghost, very which is, is non traditional. Well, hold on, which is the first of four because we got to have Jacob Marley in here. Oh, yeah, Jacob yeah, yeah, Marley, right, I think, right, is sorry. technically the first ghost, right? Yeah, he comes in, he's got the mumps, he's got that wrap <laughs> around his head. I don't understand uh, what mm -hmm. that was, but all over classic cartoons. And uh, why don't you take it away? Because you really seem to like this guy in this one. Jacob Marley is an icon. He yeah. slays. Slay. He's a he's giving everything, and I love it. It's giving. It's giving. It's giving RuPaul, dead man, and I love it. <laughs> okay. He's very swaggy. He sure. <laughs> kind of like weird floats because he's a ghost obviously mm. he's not actually floating most of the time he's Imagine just kind of walking very silly and i like it yeah and he, he i don't know he seems kind of ethereal yeah. and i like the makeup he's kind of the color of the statue of liberty he's got True. that weird like blue copper color yeah, yeah. which is fun uh -huh. and i like his chains i like that he's got like rattly chains that jangle and jingle and and be floating. And be floating. And he's banging his chest together to scare the shit out of Scrooge. And it's uh -huh. great. Yeah, I really like Jacob Marley because he, you know, he. it's funny because depending who you ask. Yeah. A lot of people theorize or speculate that Jacob and Scrooge were actually like partners. Oh, the classic thing, huh? Potentially. Yeah. I or mean, that they're. Yeah. Or that they had a very strong friendship. Let's just say oh, that. Oh, for sure. You could you could see that. You could read that in yeah, here. Yeah, you could read into that. And, you know, so, it's that, as I was saying, what I mean by the classic thing is that a lot of times, it, it's a meme nowadays, how, mm -hmm. you know, it can sort of be more obvious that people were, like, partners in the past. Yeah. But historians, like, somehow, for whatever reason, yeah. seem to just... And they like, were the best of friends. Uh, <laughs> they just really loved shoving uh -huh. their penises into each he other. Died. On occasion. Th their skeletons were found, penis inside the other one. What yep. good friends they were. What a strong Truly. bond they had. If, yep. That's how you know your best friends. Or as I like well, to say, it, bosom friends. Yeah, and it could have been, because it really seems to like Marley. Yeah, absolutely. And he hates people. Yeah, but this version of Marley is very sassy, and I love that. True. He's like, I'm doing you a favor by being here. I hope you understand. I don't want to be here. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I feel like I do kind of owe you a heads up. Because right. uh, you were in deep shit a decade ago. <laughs> this shit sucks, man. it's even worse. Yeah. So... Love Marley. I love the little wave he does out the window. Yes, you do. Or not window. He, as he says goodbye to Scrooge after his spiel, he like sticks his hand out the door frame. He says goodbye, Scrooge. And he like <laughs> just very gently waves. There's Nobody can wave. see this. This is an audio medium. But just mm -hmm. imagine a gentle wave puttering across my hand as I mm -hmm. slowly draw it out of view. Similar to that episode of SpongeBob and Squidward with the curtain. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. And this is another scene that I haven't seen in any other adaptations was the uh, little scary spirit scene. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah, I don't think Jacob, it's in any other ones, is it? That I can tell. I mean, they talk about it in the book, I believe. Oh, but sure, Jacob but I'm talking about adaptations. Says, yeah. Um, 
I'm trying to think and stretch my memory. Um, I think you're probably right on that. I think a lot of, well, it is a scarier sequence. So I feel like a lot of adaptations avoid it because it is uh-huh. like pretty damn horrific because essentially Jacob drags Scrooge up into the, this like weird atmosphere basically where yeah. the spirits that are stuck in limbo are just tormented and yeah. wallowing in their misery into the and, same place where Chernobog from uh, Fantasia is doing his fucking uh, night on Bald Mountain, and you see all the spirits mm-hmm. flying around. He, he, he's off to the side. He's off screen, and they're over here, oh, just yeah. like, "Oh shit, this shit's scary." Oh yeah, it's freaky. As an adult, hilarious because it's just <laughs> a bunch of like Halloween decorations set up with <laughs> yeah. fans, yeah, and floating towards the camera but it scared the shit out of me as a kid and i would cover my face because i Ah. knew oh god that ghoul is gonna float towards the screen and it's gonna scare Ah. me so i'd cover my eyes and i'd go no i'd say dad (laughs) tell me when it's over and then i'd uncover my much like scrooge does because scrooge covers his face because he doesn't want to look oh yeah i mean why would you but marley hits scrooge with the line which is a good line to reflect on but uh mankind should be our business yeah because Scrooge is too busy making money his business instead of taking care of your fellow men. You've got uh, to. So you got to. He just got to. Let's get to the first of the real actual ghosts. The three ghosts, one at one, mm-hmm. one at two, and the last at three. The first ghost Imagine that. is, of course, the ghost of Christmas past. And this one, mm-hmm. it's a super old lady. She's so sweet. And I like her a lot. And I wish oh, sure. she would invite me for tea. Yeah. Um, She's just like an old lady, though, which to me was a little like, meh. Yeah, it's odd. Yeah, she, she really doesn't, doesn't read as a ghost. No, she's she may as well have just sauntered in off the street and been like, well, let me mess with this old man a little bit. Yeah, she she definitely um, was a new interpretation, because if you look at the text, that's not how she is described at all. Uh-huh. Um, technically, it's supposed to be like a child, a glowing yeah, yeah, child. Yeah. And you, which and is you see, wild. It, which one is it? Is it in the uh, Muppets one where it's like very much a child and it's super creepy looking? Because it's like, oh, God, I don't know. what is I, that? I think I've seen it once and <laughs> okay. I don't remember. I, I may, you know, anyways. Uh, the only other thing that I wanted to add was this Fezziwig, what a fun name. And also, he has a nice song and dance in this one that I thought was very fun. December the 25th, but it uh-huh. is December the 25th. If every day in all the year, December the 25th, <laughs> I love it. I love and it so th- much. And, and I want to dance at this party because it seems like a blast. And Fezziwig is just a good old time. Mm-hmm. What a cutie pie. Also, his daughter is like one of the only pretty characters in this yeah. movie. Uh huh. So. Yeah, we see Scrooge's only love, Isabel. And she's also got a good song. Mm-hmm. The happiness is whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's the title of the song, but it's very pretty and it's true. You yeah. make your own happiness. It's a great sentiment. I love it. I love the message. Mm-hmm. It's very sweet. It is very sweet. We move from that, the tragedy of Scrooge's past. Oh no, mm-hmm. I love money oh, more no, than no, women. So oh no, I made a mistake. You idiot. She's like the only pretty person you fool. in this movie. That's, that's what he calls himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you fool. I love that he gets to yell at himself. Yeah. That's Don't fun. we all do that at some point in our lives? We look back at something we did and we're like, you fucking Oh, what an idiot. 
God, we go we go to Christmas that? present. It was a more classical interpretation. He's like a giant, uh, but in this one, he's got a little bit of chest hair hanging out. Mm, yum. And he sings a song I think he's called a good looking guy. I like life. I like life, like life's me. Life and I nearly fully agree. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. It's a good song. Sounds it's good. very catchy. Tra la la Fantastic. It's a it's a great little ditty. And you know, it's hard to feel sad and pessimistic when you're singing it. Mm-hmm, for sure. Because he makes and, a lot of good points. And of course, the ghost of Christmas present shows Scrooge what's happening currently on Christmas Day, even though it's not actually happening currently, which I just realized. Because it's you're right. not Christmas Day yet. It's still the future. No. So no. that's kind well, of Well, I guess the present Christmas would be. He's showing him what yeah, the present Christmas know? would be if he doesn't do anything, but that that's not the present because it's still the that night the before. Future. What the fuck? Yeah. Wow. Why have I never realized this? Until, you know, somebody <laughs> until just get now. Charles Dickens from the grave <laughs> and point this out real quick. Because mm-hmm. his editors did not catch this. Um, huh. Hmm. But this is hmm. like legitimately messing me up right now. Yeah, that hurt my brain a bit. <laughs> like I can't, right. I can't keep... Or I can't stop being like, huh, but it's not the present day. No. I, I it suppose. Would be... it, yeah, it's the Christmas. Well, technically, it's in the same day. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. It's 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's but in it the, the same day, happened. which would be the present, I guess. Sure. I don't know. Ask uh, the ghost. You know, it's, fine. It's, ne- it's neither here nor there. I was just going to say, of course, during this part, he shows. Scrooge, the Cratchit family having their little Christmas, and, and they poor, yeah, and they barely got any food, and this and that, and Tiny Tim, the plot disease is just ravaging his body, but mm-hmm. he also shows that they're happy together, and then he shows his nephew having a good time, and he's able to see that his nephew really does care about him, and wants Scrooge to like turn his life around, because I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But we also get to see that uh, they're playing a game called The Minister's Cat. Yes. Which is very strange. It's a <laughs> it's a language game, and it involves clapping, and I like it. Right. And then, I and like this, words, okay? This was when I was just like, God, I could not live back then. They ain't got oh, no, no TV, no games. They, they had to sit here and, like, essentially just, like, do homework <laughs> for fun. Like, oh, let's study words. This is a good time. And I'm just like, dude, take me out. Take me out of here. I couldn't look. Nobody can see my face, but I'm making a very grumpy face at right, Eddie hey. right now. Hey, I'm just being real. I'm a modern man, and I, I, I could not do it. Honey, you could learn anything you wanted. Like because, Out of sheer boredom. You would know how to juggle. You would oh, know oh God. how to cook the finest meals. You would probably learn multiple languages. Yeah, multiple ways to say, take me out. Oh, my God. You're right. You would not do well back then. And I wouldn't do well either because, uh, yeah, just women didn't live long. Because <laughs> having women, uteruses was dangerous. Having uteri. Back then. Uterices. <laughs> <laughs> Bionicles. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Well, should we talk about this very cratchit Christmas, or do you want to talk Let's more about uh, the minister's cat? 
Uh, you know, the minister's cat, you just take turns using adjectives in alphabetical order. That's all you need to know. It's great. Yeah. Also, there's clapping and you must keep rhythm. And that is and fun. not hesitate. That is a good time. I love a rhythm. Is there like game. a little drinking game? That'd be fun. Yeah. Instead of getting out, you take a shot or yeah. just a sip of your well, drink. Maybe, yeah. We don't want anyone to die. Yeah. Yeah. You should probably be out if it, you're doing shots. You take one shot and then you're out of the game. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 So the game starts over again. Anyways, it's a very cratchit Christmas. Mm-hmm. Take it away. Oh, they're so poor and sad and they have too many kids. Why do they have kids? So many kids. Oh, why? It's because he loves his wife and he can't help but put it in her frequently. Yeah. Um, how is she still alive? They have like seven kids. She how has lucky. she survived childhood she that, that many times? I don't know. The, her luck, all her bad luck got transferred into a Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what gave him the plot disease. He just came out like, ah, I'm healthy, but also I fear something <laughs> bad is coming. <laughs> <laughs> for his second birthday, they give him a crutch. Mama, what's this for? Oh, you'll find out. Oh, little tiny Tim, you will find out very soon, I fear. You have been given plot disease. <laughs> Someone must die. It's like the Oregon Trail, and it's just like tiny Tim yeah. has <laughs> you died. contracted plot sickness. You died. Oh, no. Yeah. Yep, fantastic. Tiny Tim um, died on the Oregon Trail because no one else has died, and someone needed to. <laughs> absolutely. So he just sort of floated off yep. into the afterlife. <laughs> oh tiny tim <laughs> oh poor tiny tim <laughs> and i i have uh, to say i feel like tiny tim is such an important character to a christmas carol because it's like oh, the absolutely. heart of it and they always in the muppets movie is it a frog yeah it's the little it's the little poor oh, frog so oh, yeah. <laughs> it's adorable oh my he's god so yeah <laughs> Oh like, my god, sorry, I love puppets, guys. I couldn't help but uh, talk about it. And, and I have to say, I <sighs> think in every Christmas Carol, they do a really good job of finding like the sweetest, most like little boy, yeah. little boy that you could find. He's and you're so like, cute. God, tiny Tim, look at you. You're so nice. Uh-huh. You're too you're too good for this world. That's why God has to rip you out of it. Take you out. <laughs> we need this angel back in heaven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh no, that's so, uh, so sad. Yeah. Um so back to how you know the Cratchit family is poor as shit. Um <laughs> yeah. because of Scrooge. Yeah. Anyway, no, him. it's you know it's Scrooge's fault. Anyway, what are also you? just stop having Bob's so many wife? damn kids. Yes, I am. And you are Bob, I guess. Anyway. No. Oh. The um <laughs> anyway. There's a line where they're making Christmas dinner and, you know, Bob is just like a really good get, a good dad. He's in dad mode. He's a really good dad. Like he just makes jokes and makes fun out of every mundane moment of the day just to like make his kids' lives that much better. Just to distract the kids um, from the utter poor that is infesting their family. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But he says a line as they're cooking the goose. And it says, now the question is, do we put the stuffing in the goose or the goose in the stuffing? Because the pot that the stuffing is in is significantly larger than the goose itself. Mm-hmm. Like the goose may as well be, I don't know, like a chihuahua. It is yeah, so small. It, it, it is, is a teeny tiny little goose. Mm-hmm. It is not going to feed 
more than like three bites to each of those family members. Exactly. So sad. Moving forward, because I think we should. Oh, absolutely. This is where we get into the horror aspect of this beloved story, which is just like having the final boss be deaf. Yeah, the lights always come down. Shit either turns like very dark dark or very blue. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. everyone gets a Twilight breath, filter, and activated. you're just like, "What the fuck is happening?" And then you just see, and this is something that's pretty consistent: is that yeah, yeah, past changes, forms, and all adaptations, present normally around the same thing, but sometimes he's yeah, buff big, like in this one. Dude. Sometimes he's very plump, big chunky. Cute. But either way, a very happy dude. And then the ghost of Christmas yet to come, which I always thought was pretty dope because it's like, nah, it ain't the future. It's yet to come, man. Oh, it's going to come. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. We could cut that out. It's fine. I needed to say it, though. <laughs> He's always essentially just the Grim Reaper. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, it definitely made me unsettled. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> like, why is there <laughs> just death on my screen now? This is scary. It was scary. And the fact that it doesn't speak. Yeah. The ghost he's doesn't silent. speak. Homeboy just like and all it does is point. And this one he points. The soul is mine. <laughs> yeah. And this one he points. And you can't see his hands yet for no. most of it. They're saving it. But most of the time... He points, and his hand is very clearly like a demon's a hand, hand or a skeleton hand. And you're like, dog, please don't show me what his face looks like. I don't want to <laughs> see that. <laughs> that sounds scary as hell. The anticipation builds, man. But sometimes his eyes are like fire or just yeah. red. And you're like, dog, what the hell? Scrooge, get please out of there. stop looking at me. <laughs> get out of there, Scrooge. Yeah, but always paired in my mind with this is just like... It's played off in most I- in iterations as, I mean, it's just dramatic irony, right? Because Scrooge yeah. doesn't realize these people are extraordinarily happy you fucking died. Yeah, That's how much of a piece of shit you are. They are celebrating that you have left this plane of existence. Yeah, and this one and is very heavy handed. Extremely heavy handed and a damn good music number. Uh-huh. Talk about it. So... The song is called Thank You Very Much. Mm-hmm. And they literally dance on this dude's casket and have a fucking parade through the town square. And oh, it is absolutely. amazing. And it is so catchy. Mm-hmm. I love it. And every time this movie ends, I do a little ditty because they play it at the end of the musical. And I'm just like, thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me. Mm-hmm. And I it's pretty it. and it's pretty rich in this one too that they wait such a long time for Scrooge to realize what's going on. Yeah. Cause he he shows up, he rolls up, and then he sees like everyone saying, Oh, thanks, Scrooge, you're the best. You you absolutely did us an amazing favor, like we owe our lives to you. You're the best. And Scrooge is like, Oh yeah, you know. After after having all the I am the heart heart wrenching things happening that he's seen tonight, he still somehow is like, nah, I ain't changing nothing. I'm good. Yeah. And they wait a really long time. <sighs> they they show him like or rather they have him 
miss out on seeing the casket and seeing what's going on and seeing that it's him in there and that he's dead and all that. And, and ripping up time, his little black book of all uh-huh. of his debt notes. Yeah. And, and he's yeah. just like singing and dancing along and like, man, these people fucking love me and it's great. Until he realizes, oh no, wait a minute. And then he's like, fuck, these people really hate me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so you're a bad person. Yeah. Also, it, by the way, Tiny Tim's dead yeah. and you could have prevented <laughs> yeah. it. Right. For one, they're oh. dancing on this man's casket, a la Shawn Michaels in the <laughs> WWE. Just just Google Shawn Michaels. I, I know you know. I know I know, but I can't really remember. Why do you always think of Shawn Michaels during Because this? it was like a casket match thing. And Shawn Michaels uh, was just like at the end of an episode. I think it was leading up to the casket match. Or he had just won. No, he didn't. But anyways, like someone was in a casket. Like and Shawn Michaels was just dancing on it, just doing his fucking like sexy boy dance on it, just stomping and all that. It's like <laughs> yeah. the most disrespectful thing ever, and it's just hilarious. Yep. Just Google Shawn Michaels dancing on a coffin, and you'll just laugh Fantastic. and laugh and laugh. It's great, but yeah, folks, sound off the alarm. We got a dead kid. Ding, 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 ding. It's a dead kid here. Oh, God, is that kid dead? (laughs) Yeah, we got a dead kid. The Grim Reaper points over to... That's very sad. Poor Bob. (laughs) He makes me teary-eyed every time. Like, the Uh idea of losing your kid. Oh, it's so sad, And actively, like, knowing, like, there's nothing you can do because you're Uh too poor to, like, get him the resources he needs to survive. Yeah, yeah. Just slowly watching this child wither. Uh Uh-huh. The this plot love demands of your life. it, damn it. The plot, the plot disease. Ugh. It's uh, it's page uh, page 247. Mm. It's the end. <laughs> the yep. plot demands it. Yep. But yeah, it, it's very Ugh. sad. And in every one of them, it's a heartbreaking scene. Because they also, every adaptation does a great job of casting a very sympathetic Bob Cratchit. Who just sells it 100%. Like in this one, and in all of them. But in this one especially, he's just like, you know, talking to him as if he's still there. And he always says like, oh, I'll be back tomorrow at the same time. And all that. It's like, oh man, this man is broken. Like he he's not mm-hmm. going to be able to move on from this. No. This is so sad, you know? Because yep. like Tiny Tim was like the light of his and the family's life. Yep. And I think that's, that's why I said earlier... That in this and every other adaptation, it feels like this is the moment that like this is Scrooge like fuck I this is not good <laughs> mm-hmm. like I I can't allow a kid shouldn't die yeah now now because he does say right like not when I can do something about it like I can mm-hmm. help and yeah. then and then it turns from you know who else is dead <laughs> so it pivots from Scrooge looking at Bob visiting Tiny Tim's gravesite mm-hmm. and then he's like spirit what's to be- become of me like i've yeah. seen like a gr- day full of great joy and great sadness like i don't understand how i play into all of this and mm-hmm. then fucking skeletor points <laughs> yeah. his little hand towards uh-huh. the no skeletor is too hot that was too much of a compliment no 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 it's fine points at the grave and it's of course it has ebenezer scrooge written right on it 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh shit. And then he turns around and you just get jump scared. Yeah. And this was, <laughs> yeah. I know it's goofy as an adult, but you have to put yourself in my like scared ass little girl brain. Because uh-huh. every goddamn year I would get scared because I ah. knew it was coming. Ah. I knew it was coming and I hated looking at it because it was just so scary. Because not only was it like death looking him in the face, but he fell into hell. Yeah. He literally falls into hell. Mm-hmm. It's so intense. And then, yeah, like you said, in this one, which, you know, I, I just I feel like I have to preface because this is my ultimate taking away from him going to hell is that in this one, he goes to hell. And I think it's very unnecessary because mm. it's like he already he already gets it. You know, this scene yeah. Really feels like beating a dead horse, mm-hmm. and I and I can see why most adaptations don't do it. Does this happen in the book? Do you remember? I, I believe so. so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's exactly the same. It's been a while since I read it. Yeah, I always thought though. I always loved. I will say I love an oiled man, that and we get a something. lot of oiled men. We get some <laughs> big, oiled devils peering in. I love it. I love it so much. Like dad bods. Like, hmm. Dad bods were doing a big thing. As a thing youth, I was like, this one. Hmm, why am I enjoying this kind of thing? They oh, were like, God. <laughs> not like young, young, but There's you know, some like thick a team. boys. I was like, I was like, okay, chunky men carrying heavy chains. <laughs> okay. I kind of like this. I don't know. I'm, I'm a sucker for a metaphor, you know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so we, we love the visual of, your sins or your wrongs becoming a chain that you have to wear for all eternity Uh and seeing the visual of the chain being wrapped around him Mm. and the actual literal weight of it being pressed upon him. It's a nice, it's heavy handed obviously, but I, I've always really liked the visual and the fact that they made his position in hell ice. Yeah. He's the only person in hell that's cold. It's like Dante's Inferno. Oh shit, the mm-hmm. deepest level isn't hot, it's ice cold. Nope. Yeah, as somebody who was really, I mean, raised with like the fear of damnation. Mm-hmm. But redemption always being in, you know, something that was encouraged and something that was... Redemption. It, yeah, just repentance, mm-hmm. things of that nature. It was an intense visual, but it it made the, I don't know, when he wakes up at his bedpost and he like quivers because uh-huh. he was shivering and he's yeah. like, I'm alive. I'm alive. Uh-huh. Like, it's just so good. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you are alive. Right. Like, can you imagine how awful it could be? Because mm-hmm. you just now know oh, yeah. what literal hell is. Like, you should be grateful. Yeah. Everyone has woken up from like a horrible, horrible nightmare. And then mm-hmm. your first thought is like, oh, thank god (laughs) that that wasn't real but and and i didn't make a note of this but i don't know why i didn't because i think it definitely needs to be talked about and i'm sure you love this is this final scene because this is a musical they do it real big in this adaptation because hell yeah I, i feel i feel like they had like 20 to 30 minutes left and they were like we're doing a medley we are We're singing all the, the entire time. Yeah. And they just do a grand final number. Where I love Scrooge, it so much. You've seen A Christmas Carol where he goes and he turns his life around. 
It is like the most musical moment of musicals. Yeah. I adore it. There are costume changes. There are <laughs> yeah. there are instrumentalists. There's a little boy choir. There's mm-hmm. animals at some point, I think. I don't there's a horse. I know there's a horse. Yeah, for sure. It's there's so much choreography. There's so many like I love a group dance. Oh, I love like 300 people on a, on a sound stage. It's yeah. amazing. In unison. It's like, goddamn. Oh my God. I love just, I love looking at people in the background. Mm-hmm. I love creative choices being made. I don't know. I just, it just captures everything that I love about musical theater, mm-hmm. which is just showmanship and joy. Yeah. And everybody in this last sequence, you could pick anybody out in that crowd and be like, they are going 100% right now. <laughs> yeah. They are having so much fun. Uh-huh. They are on point. They are in character. And this is like the best fucking day of their life. Right. And it looks so good. It's so good. Yeah. And it's really fun. Like, it's the fantasy, right? Yeah. It's the fantasy fulfillment of getting to see somebody do something that at some point, I hope all of us have had the desire or you know, felt compelled, like, oh, God, if I had the money, mm. I would do so much good. I would oh, be able yeah. to help so many people. I would be mm-hmm. able to provide them, provide so many different groups of people with so much joy. Right. And also oh, be yeah. able to make amends. Like, Scrooge gets to be part of a family again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he gets to say sorry. It's so nice. Yeah. He... It's just, like, perfect. And that, and that's just, like, a testament to Charles Dickens's like, writing. Yeah. Because most adaptations are just a straight, like, one-to-one adaptation where they use the exact dialogue. Like, I love when Scrooge tells his nephew, like, oh, like, it's a gift for, like, a lot of lost years or, like, essentially, like, a sad old man and he's trying to make himself better and, like, become a family again. And he, like, you know, his nephew's super happy. And then in this one, like, he literally becomes Santa Claus and, like, delivers gifts and he gives mm-hmm. the Cratchit family a gift. And at first they don't know who it is. And then he like gives a quick peek that it's Scrooge. And then they're like, oh, God, mm-hmm. what the hell? And then he's lost his goddamn mind. Yeah. And then in this one, he very blatantly says, like, and we're going to make Tiny Tim healthy, you know, and like, it's all going to be good. Mm-hmm. And then I, I do like and I can't remember which adaptation it is, but I like that there are certain adaptations that say. That Scrooge essentially becomes like a second father to Tiny Tim, yeah, which I think like is very uncle. sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is adorable yeah. to me and uh, makes me tear up. But mm-hmm. yeah, this final number is insane because I mean, it's I, I love musicals, and I know that a lot of this has been me like, oh, this movie's a little weird. But at the it's end of it, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just you know, it, it's old, but that doesn't make it yeah. bad. But it's just like. Uh, it was a grand final number and I thought it was awesome. Oh, yeah. And it was cool because most adaptations don't really show him like forgiving every person of their debt and like how much he had this town in a chokehold and how like good it is that he's mm. going to give everyone, you know, their money back and let them live their lives. And at the end of this, and I think it is cool because this one's obviously called Scrooge. It's not called a Christmas yes. Carol. It's called Scrooge. No. And Scrooge is very much, like, the main character in this one. And in most, Mm -hmm. he is. But I feel like more so in this one, like, it's 110% about him. Mm -hmm. Because, like, the last scene, 
and I was a little surprised of it because I want to say most of the time, like without fail, Tiny Tim always gets the last line. Yeah, he gets the end cap. He mm-hmm. always gets the and God bless us, everyone, like every single time. God and bless us, everyone. And it's adorable every time because you're like, God, you're the sweetest, most little like, angel. innocent <laughs> little boy. Thank you for not being an angel yet. Uh-huh. Please yeah. continue to live. Right. But in this one, we like follow Scrooge back home. And he just has like a yeah, moment like of reflection of like. He clicks his fucking heels. Yeah, like he a clicks his and heels. And he like addresses Jacob Marley and is like, you know, I'm going to turn my life around and like, this is great. And like, thanks and stuff. And then he just like goes into his home and is like content with like, mm-hmm. he's going to turn his life around. And yeah. then it just ends. And I I'm love like, it. This is nice. You know, good for him. Because <laughs> it's like, as Eddie gets teary eyed. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, it's the knowledge that you are going to do better for yourself. And like, mm-hmm. you're not, obviously, he's doing it to like make other people's lives better, but he's mm-hmm. 100% doing it to feel better about his own life, yeah. which is like the, uh, it's like the classic like you need to do good even when no one knows you're doing good mm-hmm. like that's a real true act of good and kindness is when you like don't want anything for it yeah. so uh, i it was very nice it was a really nice ending yeah to like bring him full circle mm-hmm. and i think the nice thing about it the last line of this in- interpretation is I'm going to go spend or I'm going to go have Christmas dinner with my family oh, or yeah. Christmas lunch uh-huh. with my yeah, family. Yeah. And it's just like that ownership. And again, it goes back into that wish fulfillment, which we see a lot in holiday movies, specifically Christmas. Oh yeah. Um, That's why it's so good. The, the opportunity to make amends mm-hmm. and heal yeah, because that's really what Scrooge ends up doing. It's not that he's healing the town per se; he mm. has to heal himself first. Oh yeah, because his brokenness is what is splintering out, and you know it's the ripple effect that's hurting mm. everybody else around him. But as soon as he like made that change, everything yeah. else fell into place. Right, and it's really sweet, and it's kind of like he's living in honor of Jacob. Because yeah. Jacob doesn't get that. Right. He will never have that opportunity to apologize. And, yeah. you know, but we do every day mm-hmm. as living people, we make the choice to either fix things or keep them broken. Mm-hmm. So that's it's very inspirational. I think it is time. It is time for you to reveal our big stupid secret. Reveal the spoiler of the meet cute because... Like I said, Uh, I only watched this version, 1970s version, like five days ago. But about five days a week before that, there was a new Scrooge movie that came out on Netflix called Scrooge, Mm -hmm. A Christmas Carol from 2022. And Kayla was like, oh, I saw something about this on TikTok. Um, It's got Luke Evans. He's a very handsome Mm -hmm. man. He's also apparently very good at singing. And he's I mean, like, he was in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. So I did like his voice in that. He's had a little bit of a renaissance, a Luke Evans renaissance, if you will. Sure. Kayla was like, he he's belting in this movie. We should watch it. 
So we throw it on again. I love Christmas. And that's the first song in this is a song called I love Christmas. And I'm like, and hell Eddie yeah. Eddie has been singing it for this like a month straight. <laughs> this is dope. But as we were watching it, Kayla, like, uh, I think it first started. I started when... getting angry. Yeah. It, but <laughs> I think it started when Isabel was singing the like happiness song. And Kayla was like, yeah. wait a minute. I recognize this song. Wait a minute. This is the same song from Scrooge from 1970. Why is it the same song? What's happening here? And I was like, I have no yeah. idea what you're talking about. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just watching a cartoon and I'm yeah, having that, a great time. Yeah, that's weird, I guess, you know? <laughs> and then, like, it keeps going. And then they sing another song that's the same as the 1970 version. And Kayla's like, this is super weird. Can we look it up? And so I look it up and we find out that Scrooge, A Christmas Carol from 2022, is an updated adaptation of the 1970 version, which is very funny because Kayla seemed to think that no one else knew of the 1970 version. Hey, I mean, hey you, you were acting. I very much painted this film as something that no one else has ever seen before. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Because I literally didn't know anybody else growing up that ever saw this version. Uh-huh. And every time I brought it up, I got like these quizzical looks of like, the fuck are you talking about are you talking mm-hmm. about scrooge and i'm like yeah. no it's just called scrooge right right stop insinuating that also rude you should know about it because it's good and <laughs> uh-huh. and i was just mad because eddie ended up seeing the remake of this movie before he actually saw the movie uh-huh. and i was like well damn now whatever so it did obviously spoil the songs because they sing men and not all of them no. But like the big hitters they sing in the new one. And so it did spoil that and it spoiled some of the plot details because it's an adaptation. But I do want to say this mm-hmm. because they made some interesting changes to the updated version that I've never seen yeah. in other versions that I thought no. were kind of fun and made the They were thing pretty artistic choices, pretty... I'll say that. Yeah. One very major thing is that they give Jacob Marley a dog who when he dies, the dog is transferred over to the care of Scrooge, which yeah, is very Scrooge interesting. Scrooge has a pet. Uh-huh. And it's which fun. does make him more sympathetic. Yeah, and it's fun because this dog, Prudence, she's essentially like Scooby-Doo, except doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. But she, like, you know, is very present and, like, knows what's going on. And, like, she sees that Scrooge is dead in the casket and that, ghost vision before scrooge does and she's like scrooge look at the casket you fucking idiot you're (laughs) You're you're dead dead, what's wrong with you so that's kind of fun because do i not like dogs in real life sure but i love a cartoon dog because they're not as annoying Mm -hmm. as real dogs and uh (laughs) so there's that they added a very interesting plot point where jacob marley and an early scrooge like first year of working with marley were the ones that essentially made bob cratchit poor because they like repossessed his father's shop and that like Mm -hmm. was the beginning of the end for him like the domino effect into poverty so that was weird and like during that scene like isabel saw that they did that and she's like god scrooge isn't a good guy and scrooge is like i can't marry him does bob cratchit know that i'm the reason like that i was there why would he work for me like this is weird um so that was super cool to me there were the parallel between scrooge's 
young sister mm-hmm. when she was ill and young uh-huh. compared to Tiny Tim. Right. When Which he was, was young, cool. like that sympathy line. And like Kayla said, it was a cool artistic choice because they would like they would like show fractures and they like crackled mm-hmm. in like broken glass. Like when he was seeing his um, little sister singing and she like sings the same song that Tiny Tim sings later. And like it fractures in like a vision of Tiny Tim as he's looking at his sister. So it's very, and I guess it's kind of heavy handed, but I liked it. It's like showing like Scrooge, look at the parallel. Like, how do you not see that? Mm-hmm. Like, this is you, you know, you have to do something, you know? Yeah. You experience this pain in your life. Why are you not doing something to make other people's lives better? Yeah. It's and sad. I have to say, there's some banger ass songs added. Like I said, I love Christmas. I think it's a banger. And I think it's like the antithesis to the I hate people song. I think they did that on purpose because they were like, let's start it off with his nephew just being like, I love Christmas. And it's great. And it's fun. Oh, and I have to say, God, I'm like so jazzed up about this new adaptation, (laughs) which is funny. (laughs) I'm just sitting here like still kind of jaded about the way all uh, of this unfolded. And I have to say, I think it's very sweet because they add like little lines. But when his nephew is giving the toast and he says like, well, my mother loved Scrooge. So I have to believe that her judgment was great and that the man that and the brother that she had that was Scrooge has to be in there somewhere. So I got to believe that he can come back. And then he turns around and looks at his dead mother's portrait because and I don't know if it's in the same in all of them. I guess it kind of is. But um, his mom died giving birth to him. So they never mm-hmm. actually like spent any Christmases together. And in this version, yeah, and he was he, born on Christmas. Yeah. So in this version, he like sheds a tear and he's like into all the Christmases we never got to share together. You know, like, I mm-hmm. love you, mom. And it's like very sweet. And I was like, damn, that's great. Look at this. This is fantastic. But the last thing I'll say about this version is that that song that's the banger called Later Never Comes. It's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a really it, good song. Because it's like Isabel singing a song about how Scrooge keeps saying later. Like, you know, we'll do this later. We'll do this later. But it's very obvious that that's never going to arrive. He's just so busy with work and doesn't care about Isabel anymore. And he's become a different person. And through the midway point, old Scrooge sings to young Scrooge. And it's like, what are you? doing (laughs) like you messed up your whole life like you have to stop you have to change Mm -hmm. and i think it's like very very well done and very tragic and it's just like thank you luke yeah luke Luke is just singing Mm -hmm. and it's great if you like a christmas carol i think you should go watch it and uh if you like the movie scrooge from 1970 you could go see like a cartoon updated adaptation of it yeah i i don't i still have a lot of i need to I need to have a whole like sit down with my family and we need to discuss it because I've got some <laughs> opinions. But have they seen I mean, it? I, I told them to watch it as soon well, as Well, what we are your opinions did. then? Well, how do well, you feel about it? I'll say here for now, I enjoyed it. I really loved the art style. I thought it was very well animated and I, for the most part, enjoyed the music. I didn't like, I was not a fan of Ghost of Present. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pass was and, fun, anyway, though. Anyway, I did like the, the little imps candle. were fun. Yeah, and they weren't I too I really annoying. liked her, and I thought she was Helen, Abom- Helen Abomina Carter for 
half a second and then Eddie's yeah. like you're wrong and I was like uh-huh. damn it my special skill is broken mm-hmm. but it's fine and um, I'm sorry I have to add real yeah. quick I thought it was cool that they had the ghost of Christmas present become the ghost of Christmas yet to come because he mm-hmm. turns from like the jolliest man ever to like the creepiest thing ever and I yeah, thought it was very, very cool because he like transforms before Scrooge's eyes and Scrooge is like oh my god what is happening like what what happened yeah. to this guy yeah it, it was it was very enjoyable okay yeah well i mean now's your time to get it out you know what what did you not like about it other than that because i feel like there's more it was just say it i think i think that what my issue with just kind of more modern things especially geared towards children mm-hmm. it's a lot of cookie color cookie i can't talk cookie color melodies Sure. And and they work and they sound good um for the most part. But what I, I find charming about the original version is that it is so much of kind of like just talking in a tune. Sure. Which I which is something that I find very charming. Mm-hmm. This is a very pop version mm-hmm. of kind of like the emotions that were in the original. But sure. I liked it. Mm-hmm. And I thought uh this new Scrooge was hot. So Oh yeah, that was an improvement on gross Albert Finney makeup man. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, let's define the relationship. It's called the DTR. I'll take this one first here and just say that for the 1970 version, I obviously did find it very charming. For all of the little faults that I found in it, I did really like the 1970 version. Did I like all of, did I like all of the songs? No, I think some of them were just not very good. Like the I Hate People song, Valid. I know you, you like it and it's very like, you know, vocabulary heavy, but I was just like, this is highly forgettable. This I don't remember anything about it. And you know, a lot of the songs were just like, ah, eh, whatever, too slow, too this, too that. But like the big hitters, the ones that they used obviously in the updated version, uh the 2022 version. They're very good. They're very catchy. As I said before, some of the choices in this one were very good. I liked the ending a lot. And I do think that Albert Finney, Mm -hmm. for as ugly as he was in this, he was very charming. (laughs) And at the end, it was awesome seeing him turn his life around. You know, it had me tearing up. I wasn't even expecting when I was talking about it here uh, for the pod. But, you know, I do think it's an awesome, it was an awesome message and an awesome adaptation and a way to show a little more growth in Scrooge that a lot of the adaptations don't really focus on. You know, a lot of the adaptations Mm -hmm. sort of yada yada it, but in this one, you stay with him and you linger on him. And like you said, you get to see him happy that he's just going to have lunch with his family and that he has a family again, Mm -hmm. which I think is very sweet. So Mm -hmm. for 1970... I do like it a lot, but I feel like I have to say, and you're not going to like what I have to say. I know exactly what you're going to (laughs) say. I definitely would much rather watch the 2022 version. You already have. You already have rewatched it. I watched it last night. And honestly, I feel like I want to watch it again tonight. It's just so much fun. It's and, fine, but you have to turn the volume down again because well, it will hey. wake me up again to hear Luke Evans belting. Right. But all I'm saying is, and and it's a testament, the 2022 version would not be good if it didn't have the songs. 
from that. Yeah. You know, it it's only really good and like enhanced because it's an adaptation of the 1970 version. Because Thank if you. the 2022 I will accept that. <laughs> <laughs> because if the 2022 version was just like a cookie cutter non-musical Christmas Carol, it would just be like, you know, one of the many, 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 many adaptations. And again, will I watch anyone? Yes, but it would sort of be forgettable and be lost in the sea of like the great ones, like the Muppet one and the Mickey one and all that stuff. So, yeah, I really do love the 2022 version, but it's only because it's an adaptation of this version that I love it so much. So, you know, I guess in turn, I very much do enjoy 1970 and my show dependent on it. You know, probably not. But again, I've only seen it once. We'll see what the many, many years Mm -hmm. of watching this and the 2022 version uh, do for my love of it. But for now, I would say I love some of the songs a lot. And the ending brought a tear to my eye. There you go. Well, you already know what I'm going to say. I know, but you got to say. I am happy that you found a way to spin it. Of course, I'm show dependent. This is my family's Christmas movie. I associate this with anticipation of Christmas and wearing my pajamas and screwing around with my younger brothers in the end credits Mm -hmm. and singing it aggressively at my mom and her singing it back to me and our dad telling us to shut up and watch the movie as me and Uh my brothers are just making fun of certain things. He's like, shh, watch that movie. And now Uh he just falls asleep when we watch it, which is just classic dad dad mode Um, activated but yeah it's just it's just like my family's movie and every time i watch it i'm just brought back to childhood which is just like kind of the essence of what i think we kind of set out to talk about in our podcast which is just kind of like getting to the things that really shaped us as people Mm -hmm. and without a doubt this movie is a cornerstone of why I am the person that I am today Mm. and why I love music and musicals and dancing and self-expression in this kind of manner. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful that my dad kept this tradition going and I look forward to watching this film every year for the rest of my days (laughs) because it, it is part of a larger picture that i get to be a part of which i'm grateful for well there we go i mean how can you get better than that that's what christmas is all about isn't it all right well friends (laughs) out there listeners thank you so much for listening taking a little bit of your holiday season your time with your family your loved ones maybe stealing away 90 minutes to come listen to us talk about this movie And if you like what you heard, please give us a follow, a download, spread the word. Tell all your caroling buddies while you're just pestering and antagonizing the people along your route and just not letting them say no as you aggressively sing at them. Tell all those caroling buddies that they can find the Show Dependent Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, wherever you listen to podcasts, we will be there. If you want to follow this podcast, Show Dependent, on Twitter, on Instagram, we are at Show Dependent Pod. That is S-H-O Dependent Pod. If you want to follow myself, the man who loves Christmas, the man who you will find 
listening to Luke Evans' belt, those beautiful tunes out night after night. You can find me at Twitter, at Twitch, at Victor V. Sweet. And Kayla, where can you be found on the internet? You can find me doing aggressive British accents. Oh, yeah. Pretty much anywhere I am. Uh, But you can also find me on Twitter at DJ Vivich. Mm -hmm. And Kayla. And maybe one day on Tumblr. We'll we'll get back into the Tumblr land. Maybe we'll get back (laughs) on in that. Well, hey. Kayla, I know we just talked about a very important film to you, but I think for the new year, we're gonna do another one, baby. <laughs> yeah, let's start it off with another pivotal film in your life, because uh, and I funny enough, another you... film that uh, for me, I really know nothing about. So let us know what we're doing next time. Fantastic! Oh my God, you guys, we finally get to talk about the Prince of Egypt, and again, it's coming back to a religious trauma, baby. But <laughs> this is for the better good. And okay. I cannot wait because I, I, I will argue this further. I think it is one of the best musical endeavors ever taken underway. And I cannot wow. wait to talk about it. Okay. Well, I can't wait to, cause I'm pretty sure that I've seen this movie at least once in my life, but I don't remember it. So I can't wait to watch this and actually remember it. Hooray. <laughs> Well, with you that, not repress this memory. <laughs> hey, friends, with that to look forward to in the new year, it's once again time to wrap up this year, 2022. I, for myself, here at Show Dependent, cannot believe that we've been doing this for like over a year and we get to celebrate Ooh. and be able to say another big thank you to everyone who's listened to us this year. I know we did our year cap. Um, a couple episodes ago but i think it just has to be said again thank you so much for just taking the time out to listen to us you know we're a small podcast mm-hmm. we're just doing this you know i convinced kayla to do this with me because I oh just yeah you looked, did you I coerced just... <laughs> me <laughs> but you know like i said tearfully in the year cap 2022 this just is my outlet an hour outlet you know, I'd like to think, mm-hmm. Kayla, that you actually enjoy doing this now. <laughs> but, what do you uh, mean? <laughs> uh-huh. But it's just, you know, my way and our way to be able to create and just make something that maybe someone, even if it's just one person, even if it's just if we're able to entertain a couple of our friends every other week, then I think this is a good time and it's worth it and it's worthwhile. So mm-hmm. thank you so much. I hope you all have an amazing holiday season, whatever you celebrate whoever you celebrate with happy yuletide whatever you do i hope it's a good one i hope you have an amazing new year's eve and we hope to see you back in the next year 2023 where we plan on doing a little bit more variation and a little bit more fun stuff and look forward to prince of egypt as a new and first new episode of the new year hooray 2023 you know much like eddie said it's been a crazy year and Just in the past few days, we've gone through a lot of changes, but it was all set into motion very early on in 2022. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're grateful for you guys and your continued support. We're grateful for everybody that's been on the show with us and, you know, willing to have a good time. And thank you guys so much. Mm -hmm. We hope you are all taking care of each other and taking care of the things that you're in control of. But most of all, take care of yourselves, please. There you go. Off the air, old age you've seen. Glory to the new volcano.